0: cheese. Hello and welcome back. Today we're taking the political compass test, which I'm pretty excited about. Um, I'm outside right now, so hopefully you can hear me. Um, So if you hear any weird noises, it's definitely that, like the wind. Um, It's been a little bit windy. We're expecting like remnants of a tropical storm to hit us tonight slash tomorrow, so it's kind of exciting. Um, so like I said we're taking the political compass test um, which just kind of it's like a type of quiz that kind of sees where your political beliefs lie um, and for that I just wanted to say that I'm pretty lucky to have had an education that has informed me with a foundation level of understanding of politics in the way that trade and global growth has affected the economy. And due to having had history teachers um, that taught informative classes about various cultures, I was able to enter college with a mindset already used to making connections between class and race. And this isn't to say my education was perfect. It was not perfect for various reasons, and the focus on minority groups, such as groups pertaining to race, religious, sexuality, and gender identity, was not always on equal playing grounds with the overall social group, which by that I mean the overall social group being white people in society as a whole. And there were definitely distinctions made between race and how they were disadvantaged But there was a lack of education pertaining to the civil rights movement throughout the sixties and seventies or the sexual liberation movement. Um, And this is all to say that I was lucky to even get the education I got because it helped to widen my view of the world. It got me interested in how cultures interact and how populations can transform throughout time. My education coupled with my own research means that I've gotten the privilege to be more aware of social disintegration throughout the world. It is not a privilege to live through social unrest. What is a privilege is the education that I was afforded pertaining to the topic. This is a large claim and I understand that. I'm not trying to say, look at me, it's all about me and how lucky I am. What I'm trying to convey is that education is important to widen people's views and perspectives about other communities. A lot of reasons why people are hateful stems from being uneducated about the systemic issues concerning class, housing, health care, education, and so on. It's the lack of unbiased education that portrays history from the... It's the biased education that portrays history from the point of view of the winners and not from the perspective of the losers as to why we have such hateful people. If you want change, a great place to start is by changing what you're teaching the future generations. So I'm a big advocate for education in making sure that people get unbiased education. So I just wanted to say that because one of the reasons that I'm able to kind of understand a lot of these questions is because of my education and especially like my history education and going into college my education um, with anthropology, with sociology, those things tend to focus on the wider view of the world and how social problems affect various groups. So the political compass test is just gonna see where I lie, and it has a little disclaimer. Before taking the test, please note that this isn't a survey and these aren't questions. Their propositions to question the logic of the individual ones that irritate you is to miss the point. Some propositions are extreme and some are moderate. That's how we can show you whether you lean towards extremism or moderism on the compass. Their responses should not be overthought. Some of them are intentionally vague. Their purposes, their purpose is to trigger reactions in the mind, measuring feelings and prejudices, prejudices. <laughs> rather than detailed opinions on policy. I have a feeling I'm going to be talking about things in detail, so let's just go with it. So page one of six, and um, the way that it's set up is it has the proposition and then it has four possibilities, strongly disagree, disagree, agree, strongly agree. And the first one is, if economic globalization is inevitable, it should primarily it should primarily serve humanity rather than the interests of transnational corporations and I strongly agree Um, the economy should be to serve people rather than companies, that's what I believe in Um, and then the next one is I'd always support my country whether it's right or wrong and I strongly disagree with that um, and this kind of leads into the next proposition, which is, no one chooses his or her country of birth, so it's foolish to be proud of it, which I agree with. you are kind of just born here. Well, okay, so this is from my point of view. Obviously, there are other groups of people that may feel more connected to their land or, um, they were born, but as a white American i feel that it's kind of foolish to just be like america ride or die which is how i feel a lot of people are and i was born here i didn't have a say in that if i was born in france maybe i'd have a different opinion but like america isn't all that it's cracked up to be so the next proposition is our race has many superior qualities compared to other races which I strongly disagree with because race is just kind of a social concept and to claim a social concept benefits you better because you're entitled to it. It's kind of a tricky situation. The next proposition is the enemy of my enemy is my friend and I'm going to disagree with that because why do we need to have enemies in the first place? And just because someone I might disagree with also disagrees with another person doesn't mean that I then agree with them. So, military action that defies international law is sometimes justified. This one's a little bit tricky because I don't know how I feel about the military as a whole. Um, Military action that defies international law. If you're defying the law, that means technically you're doing something wrong, but if the law in itself is unjust, then I believe that you have the right to break it, so I am going to be agree, and there is now a worrying fusion of information and entertainment. I'm going to agree, just, I don't know, because... A lot of things that I watch, um, like Trevor Noah, um, John Oliver, those types of shows are meant to be informative and also entertaining, and I like those shows. But then again, there's also the problem with how social media conglomerates are portraying misinformation and misleading people so I think that just because something is fact doesn't make it entertainment but also another way to inform people can be through entertainment um, so I'm actually going to disagree so let's go on to the next page and it says page two of six now the economy we're talking attitudes here at the FTSE index. Okay. Um, so I do know a little bit about the economy based on what I've learned. But I'm not like an economist. So let's see how this goes. People are ultimately divided more by class than by nationality. I strongly agree. The wage gap and the class gap between the poor and the rich is growing. And it is horrible. So, controlling inflation is more important than controlling unemployment. I'm going to disagree. Um, Although, inflation can cause unemployment. I do think that if there is inflation happening, you can still get people jobs. And one of the ways to regulate economy, I guess, is to have a higher rate of employment. So I'm going to go with disagree. Um, And then, because corporations cannot be trusted to voluntarily protect the environment, they require regulation. Strongly agree. Regulate those damn corporations because they're ruining the environment and the planet. It's horrible. Greenhouse gases are going up. We don't have time to play around with the facts that climate change may not be real. It is real, and people just need to get with it. So then the next proposition is, from each according to his ability to each according to his need. Is a fundamentally good idea. Um, so based on your ability, you have a certain need. From each according to his ability to each according to his need. don't like the use of his, but so based on your ability to do things then is based on your need i'm going to disagree with that I'm having a little bit of a hard time understanding it but am gonna disagree and then the freer the market the freer the people i'm going to strongly disagree i think a free market is how people get exploited by companies And just look at what's happening with the fast fashion industry. It's disgusting. So, it's a sad reflection on our society that something as basic as drinking water is now a bottled branded consumer product. Strongly agree. Having drinking water is a right, not a privilege. Just look at Flint, Michigan and how horrible they have it. So land shouldn't be a commodity to be bought and sold. I'm going to agree because I just think a lot of bad things have come from having land as a commodity. People used to be able to vote based on whether or not they own land. And also, just like owning land. I don't know. It's just a tricky situation because if you're homeless and you don't own land, then you're so disadvantaged not right and yeah so the next one is <clears throat> it is regrettable that many personal fortunes are made by people who simply manipulate money and contribute nothing to society i'm going to agree you guys look at jeff bezos what is he doing besides portraying false advertisements and greenwashing that man has more money than one could ever spend in their lifetime more money than one can spend in three lifetimes So, protectionism is sometimes necessary in trade. I'm going to agree. Protectionism. Actually, I'm going to strongly agree. And the only social responsibility of a company should be to deliver a profit to its shareholders. I'm going to strongly disagree because the shareholders are not the people you should be concerned about. It's the consumers. The rich are too highly taxed. Strongly disagree, tax the rich so we don't have to pay for health care. And then, those with the ability to pay should have access to higher standards of medical care, which I strongly disagree. Just because someone has more money doesn't mean that someone with less money shouldn't be able to get their broken foot fixed. So, governments should penalize businesses that mislead the public. And I'm going to strongly agree. Because if you think of companies such as Jewel, they're advertising to kids that, like, the Jewel is safer than smoking cigarettes, which is very false and it's very harmful. It's why kids are now, like, having symptoms that, like, correlate with lung cancer and it's horrible. Um, so, a genuine free market requires restrictions on the ability of predator multinationals to create monopolies. A genuine free market requires restrictions on the abilities of predator multinationals to create monopolies. Okay, so they're saying that restrictions are required for a free market so that monopolies don't exist. And I'm going to strongly agree. Monopolies kill smaller businesses and it's one of the reasons why so many businesses go out of business and it's so hard to start small companies and so the next page is now look at some of your personal social values okay so the next one is abortion when the woman's life is not threatened should always be illegal abortion should always be illegal strongly disagree woman's right to choose and it is no one else's business with what another woman does with her body. All authority should be questioned. I'm going to agree. An eye for an eye and tooth for a tooth. I'm going to disagree. And then taxpayers should not be expected to prop up any theaters or museums that cannot survive on a commercial basis. I'm going to disagree because I see theaters and museums as like some form of education. Um, And yeah, you go to like an art museum and you learn about art. You go to like a theater and you learn about a story. So they should be supported by taxpayers. Schools should not make classroom attendance compulsory. So classroom attendance should not be compulsory. Going to let's actually look up the word compulsory to make sure. Compulsory. To make sure that I am mandatory enforced. Okay. So, classroom attendance should not be mandatory. Um, I'm going to disagree. Because I think education is incredibly important. All people have their rights, but it's better for all of us that different sorts of people should keep to their own kind. Strongly disagree. That's the basis for segregation. Everybody's opinion is valued despite being a good opinion or a bad opinion. So good parents sometimes have to spake their children. Strongly disagree. Strongly disagree. That's why you end up with children with, like, mental health issues. And it's natural for children to keep some secrets for their parents. Strongly agree. Children should have privacy within their own home, or else they end up developing, like, anxiety. So, possessing marijuana for personal use should not be a criminal offense. Agree. I'm going to put strongly agree. And the prime function of schooling should be to equip the future generation to find jobs. I'm going to disagree. Because schooling should be about helping them understand the world. Their place within the world and being able to function within society rather than being able to find jobs. Jobs is just like, I don't know, um, what was I gonna say? Being able to have a job is great and being able to find one is great. But you need to be able to function within society and learn your place and how things work. So, yeah. People with serious inheritable diseases should not be allowed to reproduce. Strongly disagree. That's the basis for eugenics. So, that's really scary. And eugenics is basically um, manipulating people's genes and reproductive rights um, to kind of wean out undesirable, quote, undesirable traits, um, which was, you know, happened during World War II with uh, the Nazis, and it also happened in the early 20th century in the U.S. President um, Teddy Roosevelt was actually, like, pro-eugenics, so the next time you're like, oh, I love Teddy Roosevelt... Yeah, you're, you don't know the whole story. I learned about that first semester um, this past year in college, and it made me so angry, and we had to write a paragraph about it, so I wrote a really, like, heated paragraph about how much I don't like him and how people forget that he does eugenics, and then someone in my class wrote a paragraph about how they, how Teddy Roosevelt was their favorite president, and I wanted to scream. <laughs> because I guess they just kind of glanced over eugenics, too, not realizing that eugenics is basically sterilization process for minority women. It's completely horrific, and I want everyone to know that Teddy Roosevelt was pro-eugenics, so yes. And then the next proposition is the most important thing for children to learn is to accept discipline. Discipline. I don't think it's the most important thing for them to learn. So I'm going to disagree. Because I think, you know, how to function within society is important. And how to be a kind of person is important. I do think accepting discipline is kind of... It is something you need to learn. Well, I guess it's more of accepting the repercussions for your actions is something you have to learn. Taking discipline... Is kind of iffy because if the discipline is unwarranted then you have to know how to act against that so and then the next one is there are no savage and civilized people there are only different cultures which I strongly agree with every culture has their own values and you cannot um what am I gonna say what am, what's the word I'm looking for you cannot vilify another culture's actions if you are not within that culture. And then the next one is, those who are able to work and refuse the opportunity should not expect society's support. I agree with this. I think everyone who is able to work should work so that they can like make money and things. And if you're refusing to contribute to society, then society should not support you. But then again, I do believe that society should support everyone. But if you're not supporting other people, you don't deserve to be supported. Which is kind of tough, because like, as a moral thing, I do believe everyone should be supported, despite what they're doing to others. No, I don't. Okay. I'm going to go with agree. So when you're troubled it's better not to think about it but to keep busy with more cheerful things which I disagree with because you have to face reality and the facts of your situation and if you don't you can end up just making the problem worse. So the next one is first-generation immigrants can never be fully integrated within their new society hmm, this one's kind of tough, because, like, integrating within society kind of means you leave your values behind, or historically, that's kind of what it means, there's, like, two different, um, theories of, like, assimilation, there's the salad bowl theory, and then Is it the soup theory? There's another one. So one of them is, like, you can clearly see the different cultures within society. And then the second theory, which I want to say is soup theory, but I'm not sure. Salad. Let's, like, look it up. Salad. Bowl. Theory. And the melting pot that's what it is melting pot or salad bowl so the salad bowl theories you can clearly see all the different um the different cultures that have immigrated to a country and then the melting pot is everyone has become assimilated to the country and you can't clearly define which culture is which so i'm going to go with being fully integrated means the melting pot theory, but I don't really like the melting pot theory because it means you've kind of left your values behind, and it's really hard to integrate when you- mm, I'm going to go with- can never be fully integrated within- I'm going to go with a grain. Because then you have to take into account how the society- how the new country treats immigrants in- like in america it's very difficult to become integrated into our society if you come from like um a non-english speaking country and you look a little different from the normal like white uh um white skinned blue-eyed blonde-haired person so what's good for the most successful corporation is always ultimately good for us strongly disagree corporations only want your money and then the last one on this page is No broadcasting institution, however independent its content, should receive public funding. I'm going to go with disagree. Because, like, local news is important, PBS, that's great. That's public funding. And having, like, a private news station um, kind of means that it's more likely to be biased. So the next one is Page four four and how you see the wider society. Ooh, I love taking a look at wider society. Okay. So our civil liberties are being excessively curbed in the name of counterterrorism. Ooh, this is kind of tough. Because I know there are definitely some people who are like, ugh. <laughs> They're taking away our civil liberties. And then there are some people who are like we should have stronger counter-terrorism organizations so our liberties are being excessively curbed i don't think they're being excessively curbed and then the second one is a significant advantage of a one-party state is that it avoids all the arguments that delay progress in a democratic political system i'm going to strongly disagree um Significant advantage of a one-party state is that it avoids all arguments that delay progress. I'm going to disagree because there's a plane. So a one-party state is leaning more towards a dictatorship and authoritarianism, so I'm gonna disagree, because the arguments of a a a democratic political system is what makes it for the people, because you can hear all voices instead of just one single voice saying, I am the leader now. So, although the electronic age makes official surveillance easier, Only wrongdoers need to be worried. Um. So the electronic age makes official surveillance easier. I think that I'm gonna disagree with this because if I start seeing drones flying everywhere, I'm going to be a little worried. And the death penalty should be an option for the most serious crimes. I strongly disagree. I don't believe in the death penalty at all. And then the next one is, In a civilized society, one must always have people above to be obeyed and people below to be commanded. And I'm going to disagree gonna strongly disagree because people above and people below no that sounds like slavery to me. So I don't like that. Abstract art that doesn't represent anything shouldn't be considered art at all. So art that doesn't represent anything is still art. So disagree. In criminal justice, punishment should be more important than rehabilitation. Strongly disagree. I believe that we should focus more on rehabilitation. It is a waste of time to try to rehabilitate some criminals. Strongly disagree. The business person and the manufacturer are more important than the writer and the artist. Disagree. Mothers may have careers but their first duty is to be homemakers strongly disagree Strongly disagree Why can't a father be a homemaker Also mothers with careers are still mothers and businesswomen or career women so what their priority is is their own business And then multinational companies are unethically exploiting the plant genetic resources of developing countries i strongly agree and then making peace with the establishment is an important aspect of maturity i'm going to disagree you don't have to make peace with the establishment just because you're 65 or just because you're 30. Never accept authority if it is wrong. So the next one is page five of six. If you go through that, okay, sorry, I read that so wrong. If you got through that, okay, you'll find these propositions on religion of breeze. Oof. Okay. So astrology, accurate, explains many things. I'm going to disagree. So, like of course, you're going to read an astrology or a horoscope about like what your day should be like and you're going to be like, "Oh my gosh, this accurately describes my life." But it's written in a way that is supposed to be um like vague enough to be applied to many things. So, next one is, you cannot be moral without being religious, which I'm going to strongly disagree with, because I'm not a religious person, and I'd say that I have morals. So, charity is better than social security as a means of helping the genuinely disadvantaged. I'm going to disagree. Because, yeah, charity is great, but we should be actually helping the disadvantaged instead of just being like, oh yeah they're there we're gonna give them some money we need to set up policies that help them Yeah. so sorry there's a dog and then so oops okay so the next one is some people are naturally unlucky which I'm gonna disagree with I think that the way that society is set in place just disadvantages certain people more and that can be considered, quote-unquote, unlucky, but no. It is important that my child's school instills religious values, which I'm going to strongly disagree with. Get religion out of schools, because people have the right to choose the religion they want, and people should not have a religion forced upon them especially in education because education should not be biased so page six of six finally a look at sex which will be interesting considering i'm asexual okay so sex outside of marriage is usually immoral which i strongly disagree with people can sleep with whoever they want whether they're married or unmarried, as long as it's consensual. A same-sex couple in a stable, loving relationship should not be excluded from the possibility of child adoption. So a couple should not be excluded from the possibility of child adoption. strongly agree. Get those people kids if they want them, and they're in a stable, loving relationship and able to support kids. So, pornography depicting consensual adults should be legal for the adult population, which I'm going to agree with, as long as it's consensual and it's ethical. So, then the next one is, what goes on in a private bedroom between consulting adults is no business of the state, which I strongly agree with. No one can feel naturally homosexual, which I strongly disagree with you can grow up and be gay there's nothing wrong with that so these days openness about sex has gone too far which I strongly disagree with because I don't think that we have gone far enough I know that sounds kind of funny but it's the truth because sex education is not good enough you shouldn't be teaching abstinence only we should be teaching about consensual sex with the inclusion of um, contraceptives, protection, and the various forms that it can be in regarding sexuality and gender identity. So, it says, now let's see where you stand. So, it says, hmm. So, it says, there's this little, like, paragraph thing before it actually tells me where I stand, so I'm just going to read some of that. In the introduction, we explained that inadequacies of the traditional left-right line. If we recognize that this is essentially an economic line, it's fine, as far as it goes. We can show, of course, Stalin, Mao Zedong, and Paul Pop with their commitment to a totally controlled economy on the hard left. Socialists like Mahatma Gandhi and Robert Magaba would com- would occupy a less extreme leftist position. Margaret Thatcher would be well over to the right, but further right still would be someone like the ultimate free marketeer, Journal of Pinnacom. What deals with economics... That deals with economics, but the social dimension is also important in politics, which I agree with. That's the one that the mere left-right scale doesn't adequately address. So we've added one ranging in positions from extreme authoritarianism to extreme libertarianism. So then it kind of shows a quadrant, and in quadrant one is authoritarian left, quadrant two is authoritarian right, quadrant three is Libertarian right, and then quadrant four is Libertarian left. So... Okay. Both an economic dimension and a social dimension are important factors for a proper political analysis. So... It shows some, like, examples. Where Gandhi is a leftist libertarian, Stalin is a leftist authoritarian, Hitler is a right leaning authoritarian. Um, My political compass is economic left (laughs) and social libertarian, which I kind of. Agree with kind of which I very much agree with. So my like official um coordinates on this um graph is negative seven point eight eight in negative six point three six. So It just means I am a leftist libertarian, and if you don't know what a libertarian is, it's a, it's based on the philosophy that upholds freedom and political freedom and individualism, which is good, because I'm not an authoritarian. So, let's see, is there anything else I can read about this? Oh, it has a word about neocons and neolibs. So, U.S. neoconservatives, with their commitment to high military spending and the global assertion of national values, tend to be more authoritarian than hard right. By contrast, neo-libertarian, neoliberals, opposed to, to such moral leadership, and more especially the ensuing demands on the taxpayer, belong to a further right but less authoritarian region. Paradoxically, the free market in neocon parlance, which also allows for the large-scale subsidy of the military-industrial complex, a considerable degree of corporate welfare and protectionism, when demanded in the na- in the nation national, sorry, and protectionism when demanded in the national interest, these are viewed by neolibs as impotence. Sorry, I don't know how to say that word. To the unfettered market forces that they champion. Impediments. Oh my gosh. These are viewed by Neolibs as... as, These are viewed by Neolibs as impediments to the unfettered, unfettered market forces that they champion. Okay. So... that was interesting. It kind of just, like, cemented the fact that I'm a leftist. I'm more left-leaning than libertarian. So, that's interesting. Or, like, I'm closer to being completely leftist than being completely libertarian. Um... So I think this was a really good, um, a really good thing to do, especially if you're kind of, um, if you're more, um, interested in how your beliefs can play out compared to other people's beliefs, then you can take this and share it with other people, which is really interesting because I also think it's, um... Like, it's a good conversation starter with um, people to kind of compare your political values. Um, obviously it's, it's best when you do it with someone you know, because if you just walk up to someone and be like, I'm a leftist, what are you? They're going to kind of be kind of put off. Um. This is really interesting. Um. So that kind of. Wraps up this episode. Um. And. I suggest. You know. Um. Taking the quiz. Or the political compass test. I'll link it in the episode description. And. And. It was really interesting and it was really informative. It's um always good to take a look at your beliefs. And kind of um, reevaluate what you see as important when concerning politics, so yeah. Um, so that's kind of it. All that I had planned. Um, I'm gonna leave some resources in the episode bio like I always do or like I've been starting to do the past few episodes um yeah so I hope everyone has a good week and I'll see you next time or I'll talk to you next time